I'm going to read you my epilogue of Carrie's War. Mum, mum, yelled all the children with a burst of excitement in their voices, losing half the words out of exhaustion. You, you, you were wrong. It's still there. Everyone. Hepzibah and Mr. Johnny. Oh, and he can talk. He, he, said the youngest child. What? I'm sure you were just imagining it, replied Carrie. No, it's true. Follow us, said the oldest boy. The children led their reluctant mother through the evergreen yew trees down the pass to Druid's Bottom. On the way down, Carrie's mind was filled with happy memories of Nick and Hepzibah, and then she started to think about Mr. Evans and her throwing the skull, when all of a sudden, um, all, her th all of her thoughts went from good to bad. She started thinking about how scared she was when she first came, and Mr. Johnny... Suddenly, Carrie stopped. It seemed like all the dark yew trees were taunting her. Go home. You don't belong here. Go away. Go. You set us on fire, burned us to our roots. These words rung through Carrie's head, making her more terrified by the second. Carrie, Carrie screamed. Her scream wasn't heard due to a strain passing, but that reminded of Carrie when she saw Druid's bottom on fire, and the fright gave chills that ran through Carrie's veins. In less than a second, Carrie sprinted back up the path, dashed across the poultry field, and heard a noise. She turned her head to see if anyone was following her, she and she tripped and bashed her head on a rock. She could feel the blood gushing down her forehead and slowly lost conscience. Oh, owls, said Carrie. Where am I? Carrie got up while holding her stomach. She walked up to the fire range on top of, a, on top of the mantelpiece. She, she saw a certificate saying that Albert had bought Druid's bottom. Just then, the oldest boy came, hold, came in holding a hot water bottle and one of Hepzibah's herbal teas. She, she's awake. Everyone come here. Hepzibah, Mr. Johnny and Nick rushed in. Oh, Carrie, it's been so long, said Hepzibah while grabbing Carrie and hugging her. Um, who's awake? asked Albert while walking in from the other room. Albert, yelled Hepzibah. Look who's here. Carrie, Caroline Willow, is that you? Carrie was speechless. It felt as if she was a little girl again, wandering down to Drew's bottom. And then a sudden sadness striked Carrie, like a knife had been stabbed into her stomach, as if something was eating away at her. She just stood there, about to burst into tears when, Mum, Mum, you're alive, yelled all the children, while bursting into the room and hugging her. I told you, said the oldest boy. You were sleeping for two days straight. That's why we called Uncle Nick, and he rushed right over. Okay, all right, let's give Carrie some space. Albert, please go and fetch her some, a towel and some hot water. Everyone left Carrie alone. She went and sat down. Albert came in. Nice kids, where's your husband? grunted Albert. Ah, uh, um, he, um... Passed away a few months ago, replied Carrie. Sorrowfully, oh sorry, said Albert. There were a few moments of silence, and Carrie and Albert exchanged glances. Why didn't you write, asked Albert. 
Well, because I thought you were de all dead in the fire, Carrie explained. Everything from the brown envelope to the skull. Carrie and Albert talked for ages, like they had been friends forever, rather than meeting up after 30 years. A few days later, Nick, Carrie and her children left. This time, Carrie promised to write. They both, t they both took home new memories of what they had done in the last few days. That is my story.